Twitter players. I'm Ty Henry, everyone's favorite scallywag with an opinion on literally everything, and the host of Highly Offensive, the self-produced podcast by yours truly. From my study to your ears, listening on my raw, uncut conversations with my co-host, Josh, aka Joshy Cakes, where no topic is off limits, so check your egos at the door, because it's about to get highly offensive. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the rudest podcast around. Just kidding. We're just highly offensive. I'm Rude Ty, your host, Mammy's resident scallywag little scamp. I can't believe you said to like really look that up when we had this whole discussion about scamp and shrimp scampy cake. (laughs) And I'm here with my co-host, Joshy Cakes. What to do, what to do, what to do. How did you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day weekend? Did you get, get all, you know, chocolate and buttered up with love and stuff? Or did you sit at home with a tub of ice cream and your best girlfriend's having a Valentine's Day? I, what did I do? I didn't do anything. What did you do? I don't really do anything. I think I hung out at home. And... I'm, not, I'm not too big on that holiday, man. Yeah, it's like a... I don't like man-made holidays like that. I mean, even though most of them are man-made. That's why the one I get I just feel like that one just, yeah, just like kind of popped up out of nowhere. Like It's just weird. Like, and I think it just like makes people feel bad. Like, I, even when I was in a relationship, I was not about that. That's not really yeah, like, like, I think it's cute if you like get like one flower or something. But, like, it's not anything crazy. Like, don't go out of your way. It's super and spend a bunch of money. Like, it's super no. pressuring. Like, I feel like, I feel like they had all the holidays like throughout the year and they needed to, to fill the gap. Between January and New Year, and this, all right, February, okay, we just throw that one in there, and Easter is right after it, all right, and then summer, you know what I mean, it's just like, they fill these little money holes, you know, because when you think about it, like, Valentine's Day, it was a massacre, like, you know what I mean, what is it really based on? That was recent, that was, that's, are you talking about, um, Stoneman Douglas? Like, the the actual, yeah, the actual Valentine's Day. That's recent. Same Valentine's Day is not there. Was, I don't know if it was like a. I don't know. We probably should have looked that up. We got dead air here. Dead air here. So, what was your point about Valentine's Day? No, I, I feel like. Okay, I, it is a really trash holiday, though. Like, I'm not really trying to do not, any of that. It's not. <laughs> I'm not like, you can bring me up. Yeah, you can bring me up. <laughs> uh, it was. Um, oh you know, but Miami's very own fucking always under construction podcast. We're constantly changing our format. Hey, we, gotta, we like to keep it spicy. Yeah. I can't help it. Spices in my life. I'm Haitian and Dominican. Put spice in everything. We're Haitian and Dominican as well. That's true. So crazy. And you're from like Jamaica. But yeah, just, I feel like it's just. But you're born here, right? Yeah, parents are from Jamaica? Here. Both my parents are from Jamaica when I was born here. I, I was I was raised in Jamaica for about four or five years out there. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was born in Haiti and then I moved here when I was like six or whatever. Um, yeah, so Valentine's Day is... No, there's no mascara. That, that was... That, that's recent. That's the... Which is actually more proving to your point, like, um, we also celebrate on, like, for some people, Valentine's Day is never going to be the same after having that shooting happen at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School out in uh, Coral Springs. Like, that's, it's never going to be the same for them. So they're like, fuck y'all hearts. <laughs> they're like, fuck this day. Like, I'm over.
over it. No, this this day is bullshit. So um, I agree. This day is bullshit. That day was bullshit. Um, I think it's fine if you get somebody like a nice little like a flower or something that like doesn't really cost anything or you know not a big hole to do. I think that's acceptable for. Um, Valentine's Day. But other than that, um, what else happened last week? Oh, let's do the round of applause. Uh, so this, today's episode's round of applause is going to Dwayne Wade and Gab Union, um, for being really stellar parents and a great example of, um, how to love someone, uh, especially your child, the way that they need to be loved. Um, which I think is really great. Uh, they, so their child, uh, just came out. Well, it's been like a whole online thing online. Um, but she's now wants to be called, um, she changed her pronouns to his, her, and she, oh, sorry, her, she, her, and what is the other one? I think it's she and her. What about that? Because that's what I call yeah. myself. So I was doing that. <laughs> She and her. She, me, her. She, her. <laughs> um, us, we, them. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, her name is now Zaya. And that's what, and they, um, Dwayne Wade, have, I guess they did an interview somewhere. And um, it was him talking about it and how they want to be advocates for their child and, like, support her in any way that she needs and who she was supposed to, who she wants to be. I think that's really amazing. Um, other parents that do that, um, that did that for their child, like, um, AJ is EJ uh, Johnson, uh, Magic Johnson's uh, non-binary child, um, who was born male, but um, they don't—they're like non-non-conforming. I guess that's what it's called for them. Everybody has their own deal. I think that that's—I think that's totally fine. Um, I think if you want to be expressive about it, that's also really great. Um, and I think that having parents who are going to allow you to be that way and be who you're supposed to be and and not only just like allow you but support you um i think any kid would want that no matter what it is whether it's their sexual identity their gender identity their racial identity whatever they well except you know what maybe not racial identity because then you got people over here trying to be transracial so no (laughs) no jenny no jenny no Uh, no you know uh, yeah man i um you know my thing is is I feel that, yeah, you know, you should definitely support your child. And especially if you see them, you see them actually becoming some someone. Right. Or, you know, them changing right in front of your eyes. And you, you got to be able to accept that. You can't change everything in your life. But um, I think I think there's, um, I guess there's a certain extent, you know, that I believe that you should, like, go as far as you should go until a certain age. You know, like, I don't think that kids should be having surgery or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Until, I think that's like, something that you until, need to wait like, on yeah, until your like, body until science, from a scientific standpoint until yeah. your body develops. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But the other things, yeah, because if it is just the body thing, then that other part shouldn't matter. You know, yeah, like, I think uh, that yeah, there's like, a line as well into doing that. Um, m- mutilating the body in which you were given in this life that if it's internal, that doesn't make you yeah. um, female. I mean, well, it doesn't make you like your version of woman or whatever it's just yours because at the end of the day you're still not my version of a woman correct that's different to me because it my experience is different yeah, that's, so, but that's to, also that, yeah that, like that's, okay that's why i say you know i feel like i feel like nature no matter what is always going to give out its own 
you know, what you would consider to be its own anomalies, you know what I mean, what people don't understand, you know what I mean, nature, nature doesn't always follow the quote-unquote objectified guidelines of, you know, man and woman, you know, nature's always going to give its own, its own little spin, its own little twist on things, you know, so... I would definitely, I, I definitely can see, you know, Dwayne. And what, what is Dwayne Wade supposed to do? You know what I mean? He knows it's yeah, his Yeah, like, child. right, publicly just, it's like, his shame child. his like, child. Like, what he's supposed to do? And, and I feel for him, you know, because I, I can, sometimes you, you can tell that he's kind of, like, going through, I guess it's new for even him, you know what I mean? And you could probably tell that he was probably fighting it for a while. You know, they had this picture of them all, you know, them all holding basketballs, and his, his... His child, Zaya, now, was holding the basketball like, you know, like a teacup or something. Like, And, and, and all, all of his other boys are, like, holding it, like, one palm in it. That's hilarious. And the other one's just, like, you know, like, like has it on his hip. Like, yeah, what's up? But him, he's, like, in the middle with the ball, like, palmed up. No, and he's I love like, that. And he's, like, looking up to the sky. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, God. Like okay, like you know you that's can't. That's really great. Like you, you can't, you can't even force it at that moment. Why like, would you stifle your child yeah, in that way? Like, so even, because so like, I feel that personally, yeah, I you know some kids, not I feel like there is a confusing line between some people. Some people do feel like you know it's it can be confusing, but there's other kids that are just like yo, this is who I am, and if they're confident with it, then yo. Rock the boat. Right. Yeah. So, round of applause to uh, Dwayne Wade on and Gabby Union on their amazing parenting techniques. And they're really good, um, especially in the black community. That's a really great um, role models in, of how to be supportive to the child and the life, the new life that you brought into this world that didn't ask to be here, that you're tasked with um, getting them through. Like, that's a really great great way to go about that and I like it so um so moving on so uh I think I'm gonna pick off of what are we talking about oh let's do so we're gonna this is one of our new things that we're trying I decided I have so many random segment names that I wrote on the board a bunch of the different ones that I had because each week can be something different why not so this week we're gonna Russian roulette it, and it's gonna be I love the internet. So for this week on I love the internet, it's a segment all about shit I found online that I think is fucking amazing and hilarious, and reasons why I'm so glad that social media and the internet exist. And we're gonna take it from there. I think uh, Josh Cakes actually has the first yeah, one. Yeah, this is, hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie. Right? It's really I, great. I feel, I feel that some people can't even in, in, in write this like. Okay, so the story is actually coming out of Chicago, and listen to this. So, Robert Lee Knoll, age 52, is allegedly accused of forcing a woman to sit with him as a residence and watch the nine-hour miniseries series Roots. He kidnapped a woman to watch Roots, and allegedly he made her watch the series so she can better understand her racism. <laughs> now, like you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't oh make it God. up. You can't make it up, man. Oh my God, I'm with it. it I'm with it. In, I'm actually with in it. In all places, Chicago. It's Black History Month. Chicago. It's motherfucking Black you History know, Month. God, Come on, man. man. You gotta love Chicago sometimes. Right. And those guys are just 700 block. That's where he took her to. How can you get in trouble for block. that? Is yeah. it kidnapping? Yeah, it is kidnapping. It's first degree, I believe. I feel like he was like worth it. You know, but that's but the thing. But also, I feel like you now know, he's just contradicted. Picture, <laughs> his picture, he's smiling. 
like he's smiling, man. He's smiling. He's like, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, I did that shit. This is about to be everywhere. It's about to be on shade room. It's about to be on black interest. Yeah, exactly because he knows, man. No, everyone's gonna talk about that. Like you just kidnap someone. That's freaking great. Most likely racist. Got her to sit down and watch Roots and hear this. She said that she wanted to leave, and every time he she got up to try to leave, he said he was gonna kill her and chop her body parts and spread it all over Chicago. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, this is so contra- like contradictory to what actually like he's trying to do, which is get her to not be racist. Now she's gonna see a black man for the rest of her life in that fucking nightmares. Oh shit, so that's true. hilarious though. Um, so. Well, I don't, uh, man, where did he come up with this idea? Like, who no, okayed what this? I, what an eye-opener, though. Right? What an eye-opener. I do want to, oh, uh, so for mine, actually, I want to, uh, this is too wild. There was a pastor in um, Ohio who, uh, he really didn't like the, the Super Bowl halftime show. He did not like it. He was not a fan in any <laughs> ways. <laughs> God, so I actually have the clip here um, of uh, this pastor going absolutely. We're just gonna play a couple seconds of it of this pastor going absolutely buck wild about um, the Super Bowl halftime show with uh, Shakira and J Lo. As you know, Shakira and J Lo, who are little sexy Latina baddies, and Gay went on there and did their damn thing. Um, but you know, it's America. And the vast majority of America, if you don't live in South Florida, uh, the West Coast, I'm sorry, the East Coast, kind of like Northeast Coast and like New York and maybe California. Um, so everywhere else, you kind of hate anybody who's not from America, even though you're originally not yeah. from America. So this gentleman is from Ohio, where I actually used to live in Cleveland. And this is what he had to say. For me to say... I want to watch the Super Bowl, but I don't want to watch that. That's discriminatory against the values I have in my house. You can't just do that. They won't even let you talk about hoes on Facebook. Okay. Oh, be crop shots. Jesus. So well, you should know better. You should know better because it's J Lo and whoever that was. You should know she's an expert in crop shots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he was motherfucking losing his mind. He was like, and at the end of the thing, he goes, You know what? I'm gonna sue him. I'm gonna sue him for $867 trillion. Oh my god. Lord. Lord Jesus. Well, sir, 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 come on now. Like, I don't understand what everybody's gripe with the show was. Like, first of all, football is a fucking joke. Like, why it still exists. You guys know the, like, repercussions of the sport and you still do it anyway and then also how racist it is like on a consistent basis people are always coming out about it and they're really like all their problematic issues especially with the homosexuality so you know let's not talk about that but we're gonna talk about the stupid ass halftime show that comes on once a year that they have to go through their list of people who now want to do it because nobody wants to do it and then JLo and Shakira said yeah we'll do it and they did their political thing on there I guess um (laughs) You know, it did. It wasn't. It wasn't enough, guys. My bad. Like, hey, it was good, but you know, a lot of it's people good. missed it. We had to rewatch good. it to see if it what it was. It yeah, it was a decent show. It was a I didn't show. I didn't watch the whole thing. And Super Bowl's not my thing. I don't support it. So either way, I'm still excited that um, the Latin community is being represented. Um, 
especially being in South Florida, I feel like it couldn't have been any other show. And they could have had a bunch of other people, like, you know, I mean, they're not going to do it, but Trick Daddy, Trina, Mr. 305 himself, uh, Pitbull, like, all these people. And they picked other names, I guess. You know, and other people's arguments was that it didn't have to be, um, that it didn't have to be anybody from Miami. When has that ever been a thing? But, I mean, it should be a thing in this city when we have a pretty decent names Flo, Ryder, I don't know also it wasn't even in Miami that's in Broward people were staying on the beach and apparently had to like like didn't know that their hotel was going to be like an hour away from the stadium and their lift drives were like $200 that weekend that's wild that's what that is wild that's super wild. I cannot. But yeah, that's it for I Love the Internet today. So we're going to hop right into our main segment. And we're talking about, um, and actually just because of the round of applause, um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about parenting and all the great things that come with that. As you know, Joshy Cakes is a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We back. And we're back. Back, 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 back to the show. Um... So we're talking about parenting today. Earlier we talked about, we gave the round of applause to um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. And we are going to go off of that topic. I think it's a really good, especially in this day and age, um, millennials are more and more choosing to not have children or choosing to have children. It's, it's not an expectation any longer. It's like our parents were, like that was... Yeah, you that got was, you that got was, out of the yeah. house. You got married. Well, that you got married. Then you got out of the house, and then you had children. Yeah. You did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah like there's yeah. all. But now there's so many more options, right? Yeah. So um, that you don't have to conform to that same idea. And you and I have completely opposite spectrums of it. I am childless and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super good with that. Um, yeah, and. and I'm, I'm a parent and loving it, man. Daddy, yeah, yeah. Daddy life, man. Daddy cakes. Daddy life, man. Oh, my chest hair grew like five inches. I swear it did. Yeah, man. Beard even got long. That's your superpower. I got like a gray. I got gray hair. I'm starting to get the little grays, you know, starting to come up on the head, the head top, you know. Yeah, man. I'm functional. I got salt and pepper look. I got the salt and pepper look, man. I like it. I love it, actually. You're a really great dad. Can I just say that? Um, I I feel very privileged to um, have known you such a long time that I got to meet Noah when he was still a little baby babe. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so cute. He was the cutest. And I remember you were just like, like you really threw yourself into daddy-dome. It was really great to watch. I remember being really inspired by your level of drive and um, commitment to your kid, and the whole th- that whole narrative where, um, like the deadbeat dad yeah, thing. I could never. That like, wasn't gonna what? be me. No, you know, no, you know, I crazy. couldn't. Like that was never ever gonna yeah, be that. That wasn't gonna be me because there's there's two thoughts that kind of go through your mind, especially when you first find out that you're having a kid, and you know, the first thought is. Because usually when, you, when, you, when someone tells you you're going to be a parent, you your head scrambles and you're like, oh, am I going to am I going to be there? But who am I going to be? You know, and that's what. Uh, yes, thought, it is. That is. Yeah, the that's the thought that came through my head. Like, was was am I going to am I going to um, be a dad? My first thought am I not going to be a dad? Am I going to run? 
I mean, from like my perspective, because yeah, yeah. you know, I'm thinking of it as a man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I totally get that. Yeah. I, I, from a female standpoint, it's not, this this I, this child is not growing inside of me. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it's not here yet. So, and I think what happens is, is that there's some guys that choose the opposite, man. They don't choose to actually stay. They're just like, okay, all right, whatever. I'll figure a way just to kind of be there and not be there at the same time. But for me, it wasn't like that. I was there the whole time. It's because they attach. That's so. This is my opinion on that. I think that when you have a child with another, he, there's so many levels to the parenting thing that it starts like from the relationship you've got with the person that you're creating this new life with. Because y'all are both tasked yeah. with that life. Like, granted, she's the initial. Like, no matter what, her she's very responsible for its survival yeah in the in and the, that's in, why in the, she finds someone who can moment. provide yeah. the survival that's true and that's why he takes care of the outside that's how i see that right so like um when that particular when that so when you're looking at it from that standpoint like the relationship you have with the person that you're creating with and then the person that then the, then the life that you guys create together those are that attachment and the relationships are all separate. They exist inside of a greater bubble, but in their own separate bubble. Like your relationship with your um, with the mother of your child is separate from the relationship you guys have together with your son. Yeah, that's how that should that in my opinion that's how that should work. Um, but oftentimes I think that the emotions being so muddied up when you. Uh, when you unexpectedly have a child with someone that maybe wasn't ready to be a parent yet. Yeah, you know, the thing is, you know, like I even had conversations with, you know, at the time, you know, when we were together, my son's mom, you know, she told me, you know, yeah, she had regrets, you know, about, about that situation. And for me, I... I never thought that, you know, I never had any regrets. Like I kind of, I guess because I always wanted to be a financially more secured before I had my son. But at one point I just said, you know, forget that. You know what I mean? I got time and, and, and with time, you know, finances will be, you know, progressed. So I think that in, in the end, you know, I'm happy. I, I don't, I don't have any regrets with my son. Like I'm, I'm I appreciate every moment that I have with him, you know, he's a drive, And what I made him was more of like an anchoring, like a driving force for me. So, you know, I just wanted to be the best dad that I can be, you know, the one that you saw on TV, but actually be, be that in real life. You know, it was like switching your mind from being like this actor, because like, I'm, I remember growing up, I wanted to be an actor mm -hmm. and I realized, you <laughs> know, I see that. yeah, like, you know, I wanted to be an actor. People told me I should be an actor. And then as I got older, I was just like, do I still want to act? I'm like, no, I don't want to act. I actually want to be like, you know, like I, I don't want to pretend to be a hero. Like I actually want to be one. So if the time ever comes for me to be that, then that's who I can Oh, yeah, be. you totally have a hero complex. Yeah. That's okay. I have a total Joan of Arc complex. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a total savior complex. I 100% do. I'm like, this is injustice. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, I'm going to rally it together. And I was say, if everyone, it's like none of my business at right. all. But I'm like, it's no, true. this shit is wrong, bro. You're not going to do that. Not in front of me or not. But, um, yeah, so that's actually how I feel in regards to parenting itself. Um, 
I'm such an advocate for the child and, and the way that their experiences, because the very, very fundamental truth that I think everybody needs to accept the moment that you either um, find out you're becoming a parent or you're becoming a, like, yeah, that you have the possibility of becoming a parent or, um, and like, that's really where it should happen for you, where you no longer, this life is not yours solely. Yeah. Everything you now do has to be so that this other life that you were tasked with and given the gift of can can grow. Yeah. So that's where the you have to be really ready for it. Like you have to know like I think that that's where because you plan it out when you're like financially stable, yeah. you can support them so that you can give that when you're not thinking about money and making money and having to do all this other shit so that you can provide a lot. Like the provider part often dominates the parenting and that's what we talked about that one time like um it dominates the like how you interact with your kid and you don't you know do little things to like take care of their spirit which is really what you're tasked with the like the universe gives you a spirit and they're like we're get like this is your job now like this, this is your job and anything that good or bad happens in your life will be as a result of this right here yeah. Like, you notice some people who are really great with their kid, their life is, like, so full. It's true. My thing is, you know, um, like, when I look at my son, I know that there's only, like, certain things that I can give him. So I can give him my ingredients, you know, whatever little ingredients I can give him. your ingredients? You know, yeah, I can give him my ingredients, you know, (laughs) my ingredients of, you know, life, you know, art, my ingredients of my thoughts, you know, my ideologies. But at the end of the day, he's gonna have to put that into like you're his giving own... him your recipe book. Yeah, like he's I gonna like have that to. Analogy. I like gonna, that metaphor. He's gonna have to cook it. He's gonna have to make what he wants from it. You know what I mean? I'm not the chef. You know, I'm just this guy that just knows spices. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you some spices, and it's you that's gonna bake it, or it's you that's gonna throw it into a pot and sizzle it up. So at the end of the day, I can only give him so much until one point. You know, he's gonna be able to cook what he wants to cook. And he has his mom's stuff, too. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to give you know my son. You know really great when, the, oh. like, both parents. So I don't think, we talked about this once. Like, I don't think that um, the parent, this is like back to the relationship thing, right, uh, that you have with the person that you're creating with. That's so separate from the relationship you guys have with one another. And that takes precedence over that always, and it should, because it should always be the thing that you're trying to protect. Because in doing so, you protect your child. Um, so it should, it'll, it winds up being a situation where you don't, regardless of whatever happens in a romantic sense with you and you, the person you create with, um, that never sullies the relationship you guys have as the family unit, the team. Yeah, I've always, you know, you know, the hardest thing is, is <laughs> trying to remain, trying to remain in unicism, you know? That's the hardest thing for me because at the end of the day, a lot of the times everyone's going to go ahead and, and venture off and they're going to be able to do their own thing. They're going to grow. And especially when you're not in a relationship with an individual, exactly. who, knows, who knows what kind of, you know, road or new path. I think, under, love, but I think you know, that so. loving them that way as their true human self is what allows them to allows that, you know, growth to happen where it doesn't come at the cost of how you feel because you're not. 
you're just you and they're them and that's like super okay and you just love them for being that person exactly. and if it's it and if they're oh if they're gonna just if that's where their growth is going that's okay you're there to support that too because in supporting that growth you support that they're you're supporting your child and I think that people don't come from that space. They want to, like, own the other person. And um, they think that they're owed something by that other person. And it's not that. And I think that that's what happens when you, you just, you know, you, you pick the wrong team sometimes. Yeah, and, you yeah, don't, and you don't yeah, try to, fit, you don't at least try to, like, make it better. That's the thing. Because I think that if you look at relationships, and even if your relationship goes sour, but <clears> you don't have a kid. If when you have a child involved. The, that relationship should be like nurtured, you know what I mean? Like imagine imagine if you have a child and you're with your ex, right? And you and your ex decided, okay, yeah, though we're not together, we're still going to work together. We're going to still build something together. We're going to make something happen whether it be financially for our child, we're just going to come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? What happens is that's still the team. Exactly. That's a lifetime exactly. team. Exactly. I don't know why people just be exactly. like, oh, we can't. we made this thing together, but um, which is like an actual solidified, you know, life blood pact. It's like a living when you make a child, you made a living blood pact with me, motherfucker. I got your ass for life, and you are part of this team for fucking life. Where do you think you're trying to go? You can go over there and be mad for a little bit at the rest of the team, but you still gotta do stuff for the team. You don't do it for me, but you're doing it for the fucking team. Because I'm going to do it for you. Because that's how that works. But people don't view it that way. No. And that's because the conversation was never had before that ever happened. You guys were never, they were never on the same page to begin with, with that entire, that's a, that's just like my opinion on it. Like the people have to be on the same page about creating the life. And then when, it, even when the life happens, that's why you do get the opportunity to pull the ripcord. Yeah. You got not, you yeah. got a, okay. Yeah. I've said it before on the but podcast, and I'm because I'm not a super ashamed at all. Um, I got pregnant in 2017 June, um, and had I decided to terminate. So um, it was not what I just not my life. Nobody else's business, but yeah, not not the life I wanted. Um, the person that I was about to get you know shackled to, make a living blood pact with, uh, was already treating our friendship as if it was nothing at all so it was not the situation i wanted to be in i was like no this is this isn't right and this isn't the right team for me so i'm gonna make that decision because it affects three it affects more than just one life it's all three and that's the hardship that the woman does carry in that that's where the survival thing comes from like i get the final say on whether or not this is gonna gonna happen because it's not if i don't want it to but people just think that I know. It's tough. I'm not gonna say it was an easy it's decision hard. at all. No, I let myself in the in yeah, the I let myself hard. live in the moment of being part of that team where I was the only one doing anything, and it was a constant argument. And that's what, like, I thought about you know uh, where I would be. Like, a I am gonna make a great mom when yeah. I'm ready to do that. But I was not ready. I'm not financially ready. I wasn't emotionally ready i didn't want to also th my teammate like that's a big deal why does this life that i'm getting trusted to like you no you can't just like they didn't sign like they didn't sign up for this they didn't this life this spirit that you're getting they didn't sign up for it so in thinking about them too like they didn't sign up to have to deal with two people who genuinely despise one another yeah but you know, like that's why I say it's 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 just it's hard, because 
yeah. everyone has that decision to make. I thought it was going to be know? a lot easier than um, than it was. That's probably uh, the if I could talk about like I, I guess that's like a once you're once you be once you I don't even know how to say that like you've gotten pregnant I guess um, both of you are technically pregnant um, I mean she's carrying it but both of you are so like once you're in that part of it feels like limbo a little bit. That's what it felt like. It felt like limbo. I felt like I died and then like woke up in limbo and was like, no, what the fuck? Yeah. So like you get like your first go at parenting is actually the making the choice of whether or not you want to, like how you want to take care of this family. Yeah. And sometimes that's the choice. Like it is the, it's a, it's a much heavier of a cross than I thought it would be. Not that it, you know, like whatever. It's a much heavier of a burden. Than I thought it was going to be, but I knew I always knew that was going to be my choice. I let myself live in the other moment where I kept um, the child and did the single mom thing, and I'd be really great at it. But then I'm like, nah, this. But why? This person deserves a team. It probably thought it was signing up for a team, and now it's just you, and it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and now you have to do two jobs. There's some things that a woman is just. I'm sorry, we're not equipped with. We don't have those tools to give to a child. You know, They're one hundred percent masculine. What 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 you know what I will what I will say is that whether or not whatever decision it is that you do make, if you if you mentally are prepared for it, I think you'll then, know. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know. You'll I was not because I knew, and that's what made me really know. sad. Was that um, I felt like I, I was given a gift, and then I had to say I couldn't take the yeah. gift. I felt so bad. You know, because I, yo, I've that's seen, I've seen some parents that are just like, whoa, like, why would you even go through this? Like, you are horrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or even, or even parents that like, like, have literally like emotional breakdowns and go drive their kids into a river or a lake someplace, and like, you know, jump out of the car. Yeah, when well, you're not ready, you're you know, not ready just, for the burden, just, and then you took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's 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 intense, man. So, like that to me is even worse, you know. But for me, in my mind, I mean, I thought about having kids for a long time, you know, even when I was in like the third grade, you know, when I was in the third grade, I'll think about, you know, what kind of parent I wanted to be, you know, what my son's name, what what he would look like. I thought about all these things. Okay, so how crazy is this? The week before I found out. I had, I remember driving around and I kept thinking of like baby names. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going oh, yeah. on. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> and I kept, and then the same name kept popping up in my head and the name was Mena. Um, and it was always a girl, girl's name. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool name. And then, um, so the name itself means, it's like a Greek name. Yeah. And, uh, whatever, one of the Roman goddesses of like battlement or whatever. I was like, what? What the hell? Why Why that? Why Why a battle? And it was supposed to be like, um, from when I calculated it, when yeah. I finally found out, it was going to be, would have been an Aquarian baby. And for the name itself to mean, um, like part of it was yeah. the battlement thing. Like mm. Aquarius represents chaos and stuff. And I'm like, this is gonna just fucking bring chaos into my life. This is like an actual like a pact of chaos here, and I don't want to do it. That's when I really that's when I when I found out I was pregnant, and I thought about that name, and I kept thinking about it, and then I did those calculations. I was like, oh yeah, like this is this is not the story, but it also means woman, mother, and goddess. That's crazy. That's wild. 
Right. So there was the two sides of it. It could have gone either way. So that's why I don't know. I just wasn't ready. To, I wasn't willing to risk yeah. that at all. But I will say this: anybody who says that they don't know, um, I disagree. There's no way unless you're really not in tune with your body. I don't buy the excuse that they don't take. Um, they don't take uh, like they they don't get their period because they're birth control. If you're fucking and you fucking raw girl, you better take a fucking pregnancy test every goddamn month, especially if you're on birth control. And he's nutting inside of you. Like, stop playing. What? You're playing games. Stop it. Like, I would check all the time. Like, you just ask him for it. Like, we're just like a breeze in your mind. You just let him nut his juice all up in you. And then, like, think it. No, it's not 100% proof. Why would you not think about that? And aside from that, ew. Ew. Well, well I mean, I mean, it, it actually is supposed to release, you know, certain kind of endorphins inside of you as a woman. A man semen. It's oh wild. yeah, they, yeah. You can like it's. Oh, it's like really good for your skin. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> It's really good for your skin. Random uh, stem cells, you know. Stem cells. You already know when talk awesome, I'll be like, but I'll be glowing. I'm yeah, like, oh, skin on pop. Size is wild. Right. Um, but yeah, no. Like I, I knew at two and a half weeks, I woke up on my couch. And um, Pina was laying in my lap, and um, I had my hands, like, cupped, like, right. It's that specific belly hand cupping, like, mm. of, um, that they kept getting on Meghan Markle about doing, touching your belly. Oh, but it's yeah. in a specific spot, and I feel like it's a touch of, like, life a little bit now that I, like, think back on it. But, yeah, I, was, I woke up on the couch, I opened my eyes, and my hands were like that, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking pregnant. Two and a half weeks. So I don't buy the, I don't know. My body, I knew it. It's like my body knew it. I knew it. I woke up on the couch and I was like, fuck, fuck. And so I went to go take the test and then it said no. So then I was like, okay, I guess. I took a nap. Okay. Like I like went over to go do something. And then an hour later I went back upstairs and something told me to go like look at the test again. So I look at the test and the motherfucker says pregnant. I was like, oh, oh, Jesus. That's what I fainted. And then I got my happy ass and I like walked over to CVS real fast. And that's when I was like, I was like, no, I need a whole new test because this one is old. It has to be old. Like, no, no, no. Usually women, all girls, I know you guys all do this. If you guys have ever had to go buy a pregnancy test before and you don't really think, you probably men too, when you don't really think that they're pregnant, you're like, let me just appease them or like appease myself, like get this guilty conscience off by the cheap pregnancy test. No girl, I walked in there and I bought the fucking clear blue, that $27 pregnancy test. It came with like three of them. <laughs> I, it said, and let me tell you what, them motherfuckers said, plus happy face pregnant. I was like, oh. <laughs> and it gives you the happy face, right? But I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, like, fuck you. It's like, I need them. Hey, hey. All right. Birth, you know what? Pregnancy test companies, we need you guys to actually make the less abrasive pregnancy test results. Like that Because be like, we're not always she happy. Firm. She'd be like a firm face. She'd be like, yeah, like a, mm, like, like this. You're like, pregnant. <laughs> you're real firm. <laughs> like, when, you know, the face your friend makes where she kind of raises your eyebrows, she tilts her head back. She's like, mm, yeah, no, like, you're pregnant. Okay, you're pregnant. Just to mm-hmm. let you know. Firm face. Instead of like the smiley face, like, it's going to be a good time. Right? (laughs) Oh my God. Ankle swollen. So that's when I lost it. And then my friend actually bought me another one. They're like, you know what? Maybe you're not. And then, so total nine tests. The last ones were. Nine tests? Yeah. And I had them all in front of me. And then one of them. Wow. You went in. You chased it. It said, plus, plus, happy face. Happy happy face. Yes. Pregnant. I was like, oh, de verdad. Yeah, thank you um so yeah so like i knew like i knew I, I knew i woke up when i woke up on the couch i knew 
I felt it. And then I thought back to the week before and then things I would say. And um, I told my friend when, like, the week prior, I was like, ah, I'm having a craving for something, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> what? How do you not know from that moment exactly? And I'm, I would be, like, having hot flashes. Like, yeah. I was already... Like, it starts immediately. Immediately. So, ladies, like, know your body. That's what the, this whole point of that whole thing for me is... I don't trust the... I didn't know. I think we put ourselves in denial yeah. about it. Um, and then... But that's going to put you in a situation where it's too late. Because I knew... I'm so glad I found out when I did. Because at two and a half weeks, it's like nothing. It's like a literal nothing. But then I... I changed. I use the Flow app. Um, recommend uh, for any girls. Um, the Flow app tracks your cycles and stuff. And there's a pregnancy mode, so I switched it to that and found out when I got pregnant. And um, oh, you know the day? Yeah, I know the exact day and everything. Did you ever? Did you ever? Did, do you know what it, uh, if it had been a boy or girl? I think it would have been a girl. You probably. That's also yeah. a big part for me. Like this little bitch would have fucking loved his ass. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, and it looked just like him. No, no. Hell no. No, and it's so crazy because I had already like <laughs> detached my mind from anything about that person. Second, man, that's crazy. Right, right. So anyway, um, I think that it's really important to know that's so when I switched it and I got to uh, like it, it'll show you weekly how the growth looks inside, and I saw what it looks like. It's at five weeks. It went, that's when it forms like a shape, and I was like, oh my god, if it gets an eye or it forms any shape, I'm. I'll, I don't know, maybe I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So I'm so glad I found out so early on. But then I found out on a Friday, so I had to wait. And then um, I had to wait a whole, the whole weekend and sit with it. So that was good, though. I got to... I mean, what did your people say? My parents were so, so, so supportive. I can't. Like, I'm... My mom, obviously, super shocked. I should not. Granted, should not have sold her the way I did. I put all of them in a box. Oh. Like, it was a good... Like, why would I do that? Like, it was a good thing. Oh, you oh you put all of the tests in a box? In that box right there. That brown one. <laughs> and then right, I told her to box, open it. It looks all nice and, and stuff. Yeah, like, I told her oh to God, open it. Really? And then I was like, look in the box. Oh, God. Oh, my God. She opened it. She looked down. She's like, what? 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 Is, uh, what? And she walked out of the room. And then she walks back in. And she was like, oh, it's like, how, how did this... And she puts her hand on her hand. And she walked back out of the room again. <laughs> she geeked out. And she opens, she opens the door a second time. She goes, the third time, she's like... You better go downstairs, and you better tell your dad right now. Oh. You have five minutes. Oh my I was God. like, oh. oh my God. So, um, if, you, if it's not like a good thing, and you know it's not, um, oh. maybe don't do it like that. Do like, <laughs> like a reveal, guys. Crazy, <laughs> and then I went downstairs, and my dad was watching the uh, that show Sense8, and I go, hey, Pops, um, can I talk to you for a minute? He was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, um... So I'm pregnant. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god!" He totally looked at me with that mean face. Yeah. And then he paused the show, and then he looked away for a little bit, like looked down, and then he was like, um, "Do you know who it is?" And I told him, and he was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> do you want my advice or do you want like?" He's like, and then he gave me his advice, and like, and also. He's like, there is one way you can go about it, and then, you know, we're going to support you in any decision that you make, but um, if this person is already acting like this, like, none of these parts, you should never, if he loves you, he would never love let you go through any parts of this by yourself. Correct. And I was like, and then that's when he called me again. He finally called me after, like, ignoring me for three days. Yeah. Um, And the first words he says, I go, hello, and he goes, hello, and then he goes, so, uh, I don't want to be in a relationship with you like that. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. My bad, bitch. My bad, your high school job, bitch. Oh, my bad. My like, how dare you? Can't hold a job, ass bitch. Um, how dare you? Yes, and women, we do do that thing where we will bring up all the awful things because I didn't care about them until you decided to act like a dick. That's when I freak the fuck out. Hormones rage, motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, as far as the Flow app goes, definitely download it, ladies. It is a really great app um, to check your cycles. Be mindful. I knew exact. I knew really closely because I'm really mo- conscious about my body. I'm also a health nut um, and a raging hypochondriac. So getting pregnant was one of my biggest nightmares. And I'm really glad to have had the ability to have a easy transition from a really hard decision. Uh, the ladies that performed for me was, um, they did a really great job. Um, I did, I chose to do the pill form, um, which basically induces a miscarriage. So that's what happens. It's like a period. And, but that part really lasts a long time. And there's a lot of hormonal effects after I will definitely say that. Cause it kind of like, you have to take a shot in your butt and then, um, then you have to like take all these pills. Like you have to take a bunch of 800 ibuprofens. Yeah. Um, like a couple before you take it because it hurts. It's like cramping a yeah. lot. And but I went to sleep and I was fine. I took the three or so ibuprofen. You shove a few of them up your cooch. You take two, and you go to sleep. And then you have your period in the morning, and it's really heavy for a, for a couple of days. And then oh, it was like two weeks though. I bled until the last day of my twenty eighth birthday. That's wild. Twenty seventh. How wild, right? Crazy, crazy transition into my Saturn's return. But yeah, um, I'm really glad on the other side of it because I did monitor my body. I was able to um, ke- like to find out really early. So it doesn't matter if you're on birth control. If you're fucking and you're fucking raw, monitor your periods. Take a fucking pregnancy test. Keep them. Like there's no shame in it. You want to know what's worse? Having to go through that. I would not wish that on my fucking worst enemy ever. It is literal death happening inside of a place that's supposed to give life. That sucks. But hey. At least now I get to be this version of Ty, um, and she's pretty great and gonna do some really great things. Facts. That's a, that's my first parenting moment, as far as that goes, for sure. So I think that that's like a that's as we're talking about like you get one and like you get your first one and that's the decision like yeah. how you what kind of what do you want to do how do you want to bring this in? But no matter what, it's always gonna be good. What it's do you think out. about? It's always um, religious that like you know so it's we were talking about instilling identity in your kid right as far as the Dwayne Wade thing like yeah. him being gay and well not gay is she is her name is Zaya now and changed her pronouns and all of that so your son comes to you and says I want to be called her um I mean, for, 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 for me, you know, I think that decision, you know, it comes from, it comes from, it comes from a, a, a deeper place for me, you know, like I don't, I feel like when I, when I look at my son and if he decided one day to come home and be like, yeah, you know what? I want to be called her. I, I want to sit down and I want to. We want to talk with them and based on that conversation you know if i feel that psychologically i have a follow-up question he's for that. there i feel like if psychologically he's there to actually communicate and effectively talk about what is it and why is it then yeah you know what i mean but that i think that conversation i can't you can't say that for an eight-year-old or nine-year-old until you know where that mind of that child is Okay, and 
Yeah, so if Dwayne Wade got... Do you think that you know if your child is um, homosexual you know my th- at birth? You know my thing Not is... birth, birth. I, I don't think you know at birth, no, but I, I think you know as their personality starts to develop. Because I do feel that homosexuality is 100%. I know that it is is definitely a genetic thing, and it is uh, 100% you are born that way. Okay, so you know what my thing is? You know, I feel that certain things... Okay, so sex to me, like sex in itself... I think like it's spectrum. Robert like, California style. Like sex, <laughs> sex in itself, to me, is a choice. Like sex. You can choose who you want to have sex with. You can choose the individual who you want to have sex with. I feel that personally, most people are attracted to a lot of people. Like guys like guys are attracted to dudes. Like guys are attracted to other guys, but we're they don't they don't say it in like a like I guess a homosexual way you would say. Like like guys will look at another dude and be like, Yo, pretty boy or like, yo, you little cutie dog, yo, look at this pretty boy you know what I'm saying? What you're it's really, the same what way. you're it's really the same saying thing is when girls are like, "Damn it, yeah, like, girl. yeah, like exactly, <laughs> it's the same way, it's the same way." Or <laughs> a dude, <laughs> or a dude will look at another dude and be like, "Damn, dog, you can't buff, dog." Like you, yo, what you trying to do? Like, slow, you get like fifty cent, like yeah, because you obviously staring at my body and you're like, "Yo, like yo, you looking swole, dog, you looking right?" Because and I feel like so the sex. Where do you think that comes from? Because I have an sexual, idea of where that comes from. What? That mentality of where where your where the, your mindset is. So when I look at that, I'm like, it's not an envy necessarily. It's more like a aspiration. Like, damn, her body looks. She looks really great. I wonder what she does. Like, I want to. That's the shift of mentality. Because when yeah. you're taught as to why you're having that emotion about that of that other woman, um, it it feels like envy because that's what they tell you it is, but it's not. Yeah. You're coming from. I'm like, I'll say another girl. I'm like, yes, girl, just doing that damn thing. I want to look like that. I want to do that. Like I saw Teresa Judice at fucking forty something years old get super fit after. Well, she was in jail and she did do a lot of yoga in jail, but she like switched her mindset and started doing weightlifting and yeah. like body competitions, but not too buff. I don't want to get like that, but the dedication to the mechanism and the bio, like magnificence of biology that is the human body, I think that shit is really cool. That's where I come from on it. Like as my as my understanding has grown of my perspective when I look at another woman and I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks great. Like the same feeling that I get when I look at her, I would want someone else to have when they look at me. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. Like, I feel like, personally, I feel like the whole sexual, sex, like... Else, it doesn't even matter, like, too. Yeah, Male, like, female, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah, like, I feel like the sex, the sex thing, like, right now, it's just, like, in this society, it's just, it's too, it's just too much. It is too much. Like, people love, people love to talk about sex a lot more than anything else, and I feel like it, it just... It takes away from the other things of life, man. The other things. There's so many other things, other aspects of life, orgasmic aspects of life than just the physical side. You know what I mean? So I feel like like even my my generation, I would love for us to just to, to communicate more on a different broad scope. Like we don't have to sit there and talk about sex all so damn day. It's one oh five guys. <laughs> so that's my uh, side side random segue we'll leave that thought off right here um, we're not going to end the show obviously we're just going to actually t- probably take a quick break since it is 105 um, the other day 
I was tell, like, Josh heard that for the first time, and is that you? That was you, right? Yeah, you heard it for the first time. I random alarms. And oh yeah. Random, so <laughs> we, I never know what time it is anymore throughout the day. Like I have my watch, but I rarely look at it to know. Um. So and I remember back in the day, like you would have like a cl- like a clock, like, like your grandfather, grandfather clock, clock yeah. or your Google clock. But every hour it came out. So like now I set my phone up with a, with like alarms, so it does it every hour. Yeah. And or like. Every, you know, hour and five, I guess. Well, I don't know why I said one and five, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I think that that's super helpful. But back to what you were just saying, we'll leave it off on what you were just saying about sex and sex being. I don't like so how you said sex. What? Sex. I don't know why people say black. Sex. Oh, yeah. You know, so the reason that that sex. is, like, it, that's, it's funny that you said the whole sex thing. Like, you know, to not be so much about the, like, sexually physical, but our entire generation is under like we all have pluto in our that's it's that was in scorpio when we were born as a whole entire generation so there's like generational planets that like are there for a long time like decades and like years so in that same sign so like we all like so that's why you get like there's like millennials in that like for us it's pluto in scorpio so we literally are trying to heal ourselves our generational wound through sex that's just wild. But the wrong way. It, I, I, yes, and that's what I feel like. It's, but it has to get really perverted again to get, it's like, it's like you know what it is? I feel like right now, because it's being exposed, it's coming, all the nasty dark is coming to light. Like, it's like, you have to go really negative and really dark to come to really light. Yeah, to come to enlightenment. And, and it's like the transition from Scorpio to Sagittarius, from the dark, from the muck and the grime of the forest. Like you emerge out of that, and like this mystical part of it, where there's like you know mushrooms that are like glowing in the corner. There's like little gnomes and shit going yeah. like and moss, and there's like a thicket of like you know mis- what's those little glow bugs or whatever, and some kind of weird mystical mist. And then it's Sagittarius, like that's like the beginning of Sagittarius forest, where they rule, or where they're like the. warriors of the mind and spirit yeah like i always think about my mind as a forest it's like the forest of your mind before you get to like where the the house is and where your study lies like it's like in the thicket or whatever yeah. right so yeah so that's like the same that same kind of energy because i feel like we're doing i feel like we're doing it wrong i mean if you go on instagram but you, you we're not probably, we're gonna get there we're, 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 you scroll maybe a couple minutes before all you see is ass in your face like every Every woman I see on Instagram, like you know, you know the thing is, I can I see pictures of sometimes women in, in the complete nude, but the the pose that they do, it's so artistic. That's different. It's yeah, like, that's completely different. It's it's like it's like wow, like look at how they shape their body, like like it completely separates the mind from sexuality compared to more like beauty. I saw a post you that know? was like, um, it's a couple and they're laying on a bed and they're both nude and he's like it's like her from the back yeah and then he's like over her kind of like caressing her yeah and it says um something along the lines of uh, like you may have seen her you think you've seen her naked but you've like not seen anything like and it's this really beautiful poem about like you don't know her spirit her mind yeah. and stuff and i'm like that's beautiful yeah. see white men don't think like that i don't think i'm sorry Okay. All right. You know why men don't think? Well, you know why men don't think like that. <laughs> why men don't think like that? Uh, you're right. You heard it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's to come on. That's my, 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 my,
gentlemen, and we're back on another episode of Pussy Talk with Joshy Cakes. We're, <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, what were you saying about the? Okay, so that's what I we left off on. Sex. We appreciate. Uh, yeah, drip, wet. Oh god. Peach. Oh god. You know. You know the word. You know which word gets me the most? Flesh. Why? I don't think moist. God, those words just kept so much like Gross. Just, just, just vivid. There's so, so much imagery. Yuck. So <laughs> we were talking about the how men, how I feel that black men appreciate their women completely differently than white men do. Um, that's just uh, first observational and my experience. Like, I don't know my. Like, I really love a thuggish dude. Uh, my father is like a real goon, so I can't even help that. Like, I like, uh, like what did you say earlier? I like the guy who's like, yeah, that's like, just like my baby. Like, I don't yeah, know. It's like, it's real soulful. It's and I feel like, you, you know, yeah. the, and even they don't even portray what, like, white love the yeah, same. You know, like, it's like you said, don't. it's transactional. Yeah, it's very transactional. Yeah. You know, it's more like, more like, you know, like political. Like a political agenda. Like if you see like couples together, it's like they got together for a reasoning. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just to say like how it's portrayed. Like I don't think that you know white people don't love each other. Like I don't, I don't believe that at all. But I just feel that you know there's a different like. Oh, okay. I met this. I met this Thai girl like maybe like two like two three years ago, and she was actually talking about the the tourists that go over to like Thailand and. Her, like, her family members that actually go after white guys. They go after white guys because in their eyes, it's like like a golden trophy. Kind of like, yeah, like, okay, I'm safe. I'm financially rewarded now. Like, and she'll talk about, like, the black guys, like, them dating black guys. And it's like, they just love them. They, just, they genuinely have, like, this love for them compared yeah. to compared to just... Like, I want somebody who's going to, like, do anything for me. My father literally took a bullet for my family. So, there's the bar, gentlemen. (laughs) Right? That's wild. That's wild. I've never thought about it like that, but that's the truth. It's really true. Like, um, my father told me once, I remember when, so he got, uh, and also, like, He's real Superman-esque in his whole life thing. After getting shot, at first he gets his foot ripped off, his body still attached, still does motorcycles, you know, then gets shot, then then gets cancer, almost dies. Like, I don't even... And then he still always finds a way to bounce back. So I remember when he was getting out of the hospital, finally from getting the colostomy bag removed, and he's, uh, he's, uh, he's like, we're just like chatting in the room, and he was telling me about the dream that he had. And how they lied to my mom that they had to shock him because he almost died on the table. Like, his heart stopped. So, my mom, he said that his chest hurt. And my mom was like, why did your chest hurt? And when the doctor was explaining it, she didn't really understand. And my dad looked at my brother like, do not tell her. (laughs) But yeah, he's like, yeah, you're going to have a really hard time. Um... You're gonna have a really hard time finding some someone. He thought it was gonna take it wrong, and he's like, "I don't mean it like like that." No, I mean, you know what I mean. And I was <laughs> like, "Yes, I do." Obviously, yeah, they do. The bar is set very high. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I just feel like, and I also know, think people know, are gonna leave, and I'm really scared of that. Yeah, like, no, what is somebody, like, bro? Like the journey, man. The journey, man. And, yeah. And I feel like there's an there's a black experience. 
There is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's actually like a- an experience. Like, people don't realize that, but being black comes with a whole experience. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whoa! I feel like the white guy's gonna like, like the black guy's gonna like, you know, take the bullet, and the white guy's gonna like, you know, th- you know, hide behind the chair, or maybe th- you know, hide behind you. You know, like, in most movies, they show the white guy hiding behind their girlfriend. You don't ever really see niggas doing that. <laughs> but you know, what's funny. I realize, you know, and there's there's some, you know, there's some white people that grow up in black communities that have the experience that get the the. the they do. They get the black experience. They do. You know what I mean? And with that black experience, they get the culture. Like, they get the, you know what I mean? The, they, the, the yeah. music. They get, mm-hmm. the, they get the vibe. And, and you know, this, this. So, like, to me. So, that's like, where we understand, like, in Haiti, we understand that the color of the thing doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter as much culture. as it. Yeah, that's right. It's so culture. baffling it's to me all here. culture, man. Culture is everything. It rules dominant, supreme overall. You know what I mean? Like, there's a black culture, and then you would consider something to be white culture, but, like, Culture is the one thing that separates everyone. You know what I mean? Not skin tone. You know. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like it's funny when I see like like Indian or like Hindi Hindi people, and like they're over there and they're like they're dark. They're like super dark and they hate being black. Like they hate being that dark. Like to the to the to the point where the people that are maybe like a, a shade darker than them, they look at them like in complete disgust. Like, I remember I was talking to my, I remember I was talking to my friend. He was like, yeah, this is my wife, and she's so fair. Look at her, look at how fair she is. That's the first thing he said about his wife. He looks like, like, yeah. you look so good. Yeah. Like, like, she looks so fair. Yeah, look how fair she is, man. She's so fair-skinned. Calm down, Ralph Waldo like, Emerson. Yeah, I was kind of like, uh, so what? You know, like, you know, growing up, growing up in the Caribbean islands, man, like, yo, like, if I, if you look at my family, like, there's black. You know what? In Haiti, black. it is like that too. They do like, um, like, like skinned. Yes. Um, yeah. It especially, is like that. it's oh, more. Yeah. It's not really white. It's more. Oh, they live for a green man. They yeah. live for a green yeah. man. It's too wild That's to me. Crazy. They, all my That's like, crazy. all of my female cousins are that too. Like we're all very light skinned. So yeah. like they all. I don't care for that too much. I feel like it's really colorist, and I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, I don't like to be fetishized in any way. At all, like you don't even who you know. I don't think people <laughs> realize that crazy. I don't do that to other I, people. I, I, I look at people in their eyes, that. not their rest. Of, oh like God. I can look at them You're from right. like afar, with like from a second, and I'll appreciate like their. But like they didn't give me the right to take in all of their essence, like I and just like lost on it. Like yeah. I fucking hate that when you're walking down that. the street and the I niggas are like, yeah, it looks like they're cutting you with your eyes. Being light-skinned, you are fetishized. It's rude. Yeah. It's quite rude, to yeah, be honest. Man. It's so crazy. You are. And being, like, super dark, you're fetishized as well. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, like there's... I can't help... Yeah, like, oh, I love Super dark, Oh, man, a chocolatey dude with, like, like... You know what I mean? With, like, gold. Oh. They're fetishized. The baby? Fetishized, man. Yeah. You can give me yeah. a call anytime. <laughs> Just kidding. I would never disrespect his baby mom's like that. That'd be so rude. Oh, She'd probably yeah, beat me up. Right. Yeah. I would not. No, I full no. If you got kids with someone like Facts. and they're in there together, if she looks pregnant again, that means Facts. you guys are clearly together. together. Yeah. Like, respect, yo. I like that. Also, he's a Capricorn, so I live. That's crazy. But yeah, no. So as far as like so we were talking about parenting earlier, and I, it makes me think about the colorism thing. Like, 
and the racial part of it, right? We talked about in, instilling identity into your child, and then uh, with some from the you know sexuality standpoint, and like there's also other factors like religious and racial, right? So for me in Haiti, it it's not really it's it's like a classist more thing, and then a colorism thing. That's what I was gonna say. It is classist. Um, yeah, it's more classist, classist. than anything else. Um, but most of the people who are poor are very dark, right? So. It does the yeah, yeah like you know swings the pool, but you know like one thing I will say about Jamaica that I do appreciate is that like though yes the the racial identity based on color is there it's not necess- it's it's more like a beauty factor it's like they view as being whiter or fairer is more beautiful um, so that's that issue but as far as it actually being like monetarily no like in Jamaica like there's black black people that are rich and there's white white people in jamaica that are rich chinese jamaicans that are rich so like the money thing is not really based on that but the beauty thing or like how people perceive beauty like with your fusiform cells in in like in in your head and how Mm -hmm. you perceive what's beautiful okay them it's like it's messed up you know it's like being fair is uh beautiful you know what i mean so they, they have like in jamaica they have like cake soap so they'll rub it on their, their arm or they'll rub it on their face a little bit just to lighten up. You know what I mean? But to me, like, no, man, I, I don't like that at all. Yo, how can you not like island people? That, man, bro, that pasta is a penny dropper. No, no, you know what accent that. I love the most? The African accent. Like, especially, like, uh, like I like the South African or the Nigerian accent. Yeah, like, you like uh, the Nigerian like accent? Ben- like, I have a friend from Benin. He's from, I think, Continu. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Meshach. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and he's, uh, like, whenever he speaks... Oh, it's just really great. Like, I, I'm not even going to try to do the accent, but love it. Love that accent. It's That's so cute. So it so is. And you, would th- and you would think... And it's and it sounds nice in other languages, too. Like, I like the way that um, people from, like, Northern Africa speak British English okay. as well. Like, yeah. I love that uh, the characters on that show that Top it just elbows out. Yeah, like that. Like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah perfect. Man. But yeah, no, I think, so I think that like the race, I think that's a part of the parenting job too. Like, what do you, when, I don't think, no, do you think that your son is going to have that issue? Uh, Um, I did for sure. Moving here, we didn't, my parents did not know that it was going to be that way. And I think he had, you know, you know, uh, I I could have been like his mom is like, you know, it's like, she'll put down on the paperwork that I see like as Hispanic, you know what I mean? Like that's what she puts down for him. And like, though, like, yeah, he can be viewed as Hispanic. He's not going to be viewed as Hispanic. He's going to be viewed as black. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah, your son? Yeah, like, like, I feel like, yeah, he's light-skinned. Like, yeah, you, you're going to call him Hispanic, but he's not going to be viewed as... He's not going to be viewed as that. You know, he's going to be viewed as black. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... And I feel like she just doesn't want to do that because of whatever spite or whatever problem she has with her own racial identity. You know what I mean? She's mixed. You know what I mean? So she... Is she from... Uh, where's... What nationality? What she's, she has... She has um, Cuban, German, and black. You know what I mean? But... What's she more of? I... Honestly... Family. I like, what is, how is she in her well, house? Okay, so family? her family... Her family is... I Whatever you're in your house with your family, that's what you are. I would consider them to be, like, literally, like, Caucasians, man. Like, they're very, like, because, okay, there's, her mom, okay. Do you speak I, Spanish? 
Not really. Not not really. It's not like a Spanish. What generation household. Cuban? Um, her mom's. I believe her mom's mom. So her grandmother's husband or boyfriend at the time was Cuban, which made her mom and what is her half mom? white, half which she's Caucasian. She's like German. She's from German descent. So they're like German English. You know what I mean? So I feel like personally they're That's more Caucasian. That's so confusing. Yeah, it is. And and you know I can understand her strife. You know what I mean? Because she's probably just sitting there. What am I? But. I used to have that issue too, especially I spoke about it. I spoke about it with my family and my brothers. Like my parents are super honored and they're really Haitian. So they're like, you are not black. Like you're not black American. That's not the same thing. And I'm like, I know that. No, that's not, I'm like, not saying the same thing. It is, but I understand the difference now. Like I don't even want to be under the umbrella of black in the sense that it's a different experience. My like, and it would be rude and it's rude for people who are immigrants to this country. And even if you grew up here, like I immigrated here at seven years old. So my experience is vastly different from that of a black Americans experience. Their ancestry, their inherited grief and, and uh, struggle is different from mine. So it's uh, rude to, Pretend as if I fully understand and can um, grasp everything yeah. that I don't. But I do from a cultural standpoint because of what I grew up around. So that's completely different. Because So it's like, you're always an immigrant. When you move here, you're just like, yeah, no matter, you're always that. You're, you're always, always when you're not immigrant. born in this country, it's, it's so different from having been born here. Um, I, per, like, I was born in Haiti, so... My roots are always, like... I feel like that's why I always call myself a gypsy. Like, I'm always yeah. everywhere. Like, I don't mind moving anywhere and being anywhere and of any place. Like, I'm a citizen of the world. So, but my nationality is, like, I'm definitely Haitian. Like, that... I doesn't... It's not a skin color thing to me. So, like, that's what my parents instilled in us. So, when I talk to them about being black here, they will be, like, really upset about it. But that's because their interpretation is... The negative connotation yeah, of the South yeah, Floridian yeah. man. Some people, some people don't even like the the, the word black. You know? There is like seeing that there is n words, you know and I mean? then there's niggas. You know, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, yeah, you can. Be, we're melanated. You know what I mean? The melanated people. You know, we're, yeah, however, we're all however, the, however that part here. It, the struggle you know I mean? is the same. So I think that that's why people think that they can be under the un umbrella of black. But no, that's why it's black and brown. It's like, but the black struggle here. You come to this country. It is respectful to acknowledge that. Like you have to first understand their struggle because their struggle you. is very. This sixteen nineteen well, project really changed my perspective on a lot. Okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you. Do you feel that the Africans that were shipped here and the Africans that were shipped to Caribbean islands had different? Um, I guess. Do you feel that they had a worse experience? Absolutely, because of the colonizer. The colonizer was a very key factor in what was different for each and every place. Okay, because... Spaniards started it. So, yeah, so you had Spaniards, you had French. Dutch. You had Dutch. You had English. You had English. The French right? were the, actually, were honestly, even the Caribbean, all the Caribbean islands tell you, the nicest to their people. I, you they know, just didn't, you we know just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, they were really, like, fucked up, yeah. obviously, because slavery, dull. But yeah. they were the, like... That's what allowed that, though, the rebellion to... Like, they're, like, they, really polite. They're, like, oh, that's a fucking saying. Like, blah, 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 blah. Stupid ass. Like, no, like, y'all are out. Like, and then that's why they allowed some of them that were nice to yeah. stay. 
and but they had to be under their rule. So the perspective is different. Like it's different for us. Yeah. And then you have the British islands, like Jamaica. In Jamaica, I'm sure like I don't know fully the Jamaican experience. Well, but yeah, I'm sure well, it's vastly yeah, different. Well, ju- the Jamaicans, we both had Spaniards and we had um, English. And what so happened? Did it, was, yeah, so did it. Yeah, so we had Spaniards and we had English. And what happened was, is that the Arawak Indians on the land actually linked up with the slaves, and we just started to, they started to f shit up, like f everything up, like it was just straight on re- re- rebellion. And I feel like, you know, honestly, I feel like United States would have done it better, but I just feel like the the land was just so big. You know what I mean? I feel like the island being as contained as it was. There was only so far that these people can go. You know right. what I mean? Like, we can run you around this whole place and just disappear back into our little jungle. You know? But here, I feel like you would you would, you would would create a little rebellion, and then before you know it, you run, like, 100 miles to the west. Oh, my God. There's a, there's a whole another group of people that are ready to beat you up as well. You right, I mean? right. So it's like, no. oh, my God, we're trapped. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, I think in America and then like the subjugation just lasted so much yeah, longer. Yeah, it was, it was like a it's a long time. time. So like you come here and you do have to respect that, but like also part of it is uh, teaching. And when you're when you're bringing your child to another country, you have I think you have to understand it first where you're coming into. I don't think my parents even under like understood the area in which they chose to live like we lived in richmond heights like right adjacent so like 117th divides 152nd from um like country walk which is still like that area between from 117th to 137th uh so this is south florida obviously guys miami 117th and 137th that area is like nothing it doesn't even have a name because it's not country walk yet no and it's something it was called something else for a little bit so like my specific area was called Deerwood so that's like two blocks over from where Richmond Heights was so a lot of kids Richmond West or something like that yeah at one point yeah yeah so like and then I grew up around a lot of black kids and like that's what the, that group I was in, um, that sixth period group, it was called Recapturing the Vision in sixth, from sixth to eighth grade um, because the counselor, Ms. Dixon, shout out to Ms. Dixon. Uh, she lived right over there in Richmond Heights. She actually took me under her wing because she saw that like I needed some guidance and put me in the, those courses, courses and it was around all those, uh, like I was the only light-skinned one. And they were all black and I lived and I just got along so well with them. And they were so... Um, they were just as feisty as me and just as intelligent yeah. and just as um, ready to like eat the world up. Thanks. And they just needed guidance and she gave us that. So the whole course was about uh, being able like, you know, etiquette and speech and, you know, um, how to like be an empowered woman. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. We had to wear these little like suit outfits. She was a little church ladies. Loved yeah. it. Live for I, it. You know, that's the thing uh, that I feel like, you know, that's why people, I say I'm black. I, yeah. I, as, as, a, as, as a people overall, I feel like there's so much culture. In America. Yeah. There's just so much culture, man. And I feel like once we start hating on each other, man, like it will all change, man. You know what I mean? Because as much as we like to point at the finger, what are you going to say to Noah though? When you, when he asks you, like, what is he? Does he ever ask you that? Like, because that conversation, that conversation is gonna come. I know, and I think for for me, I'm gonna tell him what I am. You know, what what I see myself as. You know, you know, I'm Jamaican. like you were born like, this. I'm, I'm like, Jamaican. Yeah. I was born. I was born here in the United States. You know, 
um, my culture that I, I that I gravitate most to in Jamaican. I've been Jamaican. Do you think that Jamaican. that's a good? That's like a a defining factor in like you know guiding your child to. Because I find that some people who have had like a really grounded spiritual gut like root yeah that even they believe in like it's unwavering they're they're often a lot more they're also more grounded individuals and more successful sometimes um they have a less turbulent you know trajectory it's more gradual and then i think some people like us we have a more like i feel like i feel like i feel like i feel like the reason why i will tell my son about my jamaican heritage and I'm going to make sure he knows about it. I'm going to make sure he knows about Marcus Garvey. You know what I mean? About what Marcus Garvey was trying to do. Unify black people across the world. You know what I mean? So it's not just like, for for me, for, for me to tell him I'm Jamaican, I'm going to tell him the history of that. You know what I mean? Of the unification of all colors. Bob Marley. You know what I mean? The unification, once again, of all colors. So it's like, for him, I want him to understand that. So he sees that as, okay, I'm Jamaican, but there's a goal as well as unifying all colors. You know what I mean? And that's what... I think unifying the cultures is actually also, it's not even just colors, it's cultures too. Like I always say, I think that even from a religious standpoint, even when you're coming through that, or like a spiritual yeah. spiritual guidance of your child, like I, I think there's a base and then you sprout, you're like, so this is what I would do with that, like, you know, like, this is what we know. Yeah. This is what this is all, but like this is all of them. Yeah. These are all the these are all the stories. I personally think that they're all one piece of like they're a big ass puzzle, but they've been you know perverted yeah, by a by out. you know a man or whatever. But they're all one. So unifying all the cultures unifies the stories, and then when the story is completely unified, then you see what the actual meaning of this entire thing is. And I think that's when like that moves society forward. But. Like we talked about earlier, the, you know, from Scorpio to Sagittarius and next is Capricorn, which is the destruction after the four, after you learned all the knowledge, you took it, you went, you went and you, you know, you did all the science experiments on all the things that you learned and you're like, like, it's like the temperance thing. And then you come out and you're like, okay, what, what works and what now we have to test the experiment. What works and what doesn't. And whatever, when Capricorn shakes the bitch, whatever comes loose, it's ready to build again. And that's what we have to do. So that's why our thing is that. Like, you're like expelling this, like, putrid, all the bad and negative that's coming out. All the, like, all the sex exploitation things, all yeah. sex trafficking, child sex things, yeah, sex abductions, like, yeah. rape. Yes. You know oh, I mean? my God. Sorry, guys. Trigger warning. What a way to bring him down. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I do understand. Who okay. is he having Stop sex with? <laughs> Let's bring this man down by uh, sexual partners. Right. <laughs> For real though. Exactly. Like it's everywhere that. and I feel like it's so like I'm like it's so crazy. Like you know how many people I've heard who have stories of um abuse, uh who are like not just um homosexual abuse like homosexuals who are but people who are straight yeah. who have had that yeah. happen to them. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Boy Scouts of America. Yeah. Boy Scouts of America is literally right now they have this crazy lawsuit going on or whatever for um if you've been uh, raped in the past by them or, like, had something happen to you yeah. during your time there, why would you ever sign anybody up for Boys Council of America? Yeah, hide your kids. Hide your boys. Do not. Do not. Do not send them there. They, you can teach them all those things at home. You know, but you know what's crazy? Is Take your child yourself. They saw the books. is that when you see, like, the family, like, the father, he 
was in Boy Scouts, and then he sends his son into Boy Scouts, and then, you know, like, the grandfather sent him into Boy It's like, oh. what kind of tradition is this? You know what I mean? Like, how deep does this really go? I don't go? like that. That's you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. I don't weird. like that. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. Like, it's like a family oh, thing, you, man. you know, I was a Boy Scout. Your grandfather was a Boy Scout, and now you're going to be a Boy Scout, Timmy. And you're going to have the same, you know, scout leader that taught me. <laughs> but yeah that's why I see that's why it's all coming that's why we have the internet so like you can see it all all the things that were once hidden from us all the ideologies that were hidden like people were just doing them in the darkness that was on I think the internet shed a lot of light on a lot of stuff like even the dark like I was talking about the dark web now people know about it so it's not dark it's in the light and we see y'all we see y'all nasty niggas you we, we and we know what you're doing and guess what they are coming for y'all Fuck all that. No. What? No. No. If that's what that is, if we have to expose all the bad things, let's do it. You what? Mean Girls, suck the venom out so that you can heal from the snake bite. Spit it back out. Right? Or you can just put something in. You can, no, what? You can oh, do that for a snake bite? Jelly that's bit. a jelly? Oh, yeah. Maybe you do need Boy Scouts of America. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. It's not at all. That's so crazy. Burn but, it down. No, I think that that's like a. I don't. I think parents um, can also think about that. I think it, it does apply to your. The stability of growth to your kid and like your how your trajectory happens. But I guess you're just gonna. You can only do as much as you can. I can only say that from my perspective, but yeah. I did, definitely knew Catholicism was not the bit for me. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah. I was we, like, what? Do we want to talk about uh, that? You know, that gets a little, those lines get a little. What? Crossed. What? In Catholicism oh. and child pornography. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean that? Also that? Yeah. Right? It's pretty intense. That's so crazy. Like, they're out here molesting and raping children and yeah. and then preaching to you. And then, they, yeah. you know what they do? They just go on Sunday and then they repent yeah, and then they, they say a yeah. bunch of prayers and then yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Bitch! Yeah. If you don't. You know? I cannot actually wear a rosary. Like, my grandmother gave me a rosary for... And I keep it only for the sense it's beautiful. And it is... Um, it's, like, from her. Yeah. It, it's really nice. But I can't... I would never wear it or use it because I'm truly believe in that yeah. and also i don't believe in jesus christ like that it's wild man i can't do that like but i do love it i think it's, it's beautiful yeah. but um yeah I to- i've told the story about my communion before about yeah, we did. the little we girls did. like no i was like hey girl we we are getting married to a ghost and they're gonna make you drink his blood and eat a little piece of his skin it's wild <laughs> oh it didn't make any sense to me it just didn't and then the older i got the more other things made more sense but i will say i do believe in higher power um if we must call them god or allah or whatever there is a whether that is our collective brain or whatever there is a creator and uh i don't know fully how that works but I don't think that faith means believe like people just like willfully believe something that somebody else, some man wrote. Yeah, man. Like, you know, I would uh, rather believe the stars. Yes. I'll believe that. I'll believe the stories about the stars. I think people have too much of a, of a human identity. Why wouldn't we think that they left us that whatever created us also left. If they created the heavens and the earth, don't you think that they left us a little clue in the sky? Yeah, they left us clues everywhere. It's, it's, it's literally inside of the earth. I mean, we've created, we've designed everything that's here out of lava, water, elements. 
and look at all that we have made. You know what I mean? Planes flying in the sky, the cell phones, you know, communication. So it's like the earth gives us everything we need because it's outside of the universe. Here it is. This is like a treasure chest. You know what I mean? We just have to keep on searching through to keep on unlocking more. And it's, it's funny because it literally gives us everything that we want to create. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. And I feel that I feel that if you kind of connect yourself to kind of like more human me, like a human per like I'm hu- like all about the hue, you know what I mean? You're just going to lose traction of what all this color really is about. Like all the things that you see when you step outside. Like everything, the flowers, the, the wind, the, the, the consciousness that is. You know, you don't separate yourself from that. You know, and, and that's what I want to make sure my son knows. Is that he's more than just hue. He's more than just the hue and the man. That's it. Like you're 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 more than that. You know what I mean? And respect the things that you see outside of nature. Oh, he's more than the hue of the man. Bars. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Josh, he's dropping them little sugar droppings. <laughs> Just kidding. That's dope, though. That's really great. I think that, um, like I said earlier, you're a really great guide to your son, and I commend your boundless efforts to ensure that you're a part of his life and that you are doing all the right things for him because that's exactly what it's about. That's what you're. That's the only way that you are going to feel fulfilled because that's how you get there. That's like the the task. The like a tamagotchi. Eat it. And you keep eating it, and it gets better. And then you feel better, and you eat more plants with the Tamagotchi. It's the same thing, you know? <laughs> Metaphors. I did just compare children to Tamagotchi. <laughs> That's how much I think about that. Yeah. No, I think I would want some children, maybe. Definitely adopt, though. But that's a subject for another time, for sure. Guys, we are um, going to take a break, and then I'm going to come back with our outro. Okay? Thank you guys for joining us. You guys are the best. Just kidding. So, <clears throat> thank you guys so much for joining us. And this month, so this month is actually Black History Month. It goes by in a blink of an eye because, of course, it's the shortest month. Um, I mean, their consolation to us was like every four years, y'all get four, y'all get an extra like three days. Though, is that how is that how the is it every four years? No. How often does the... I can't even recall that right now. No idea. In February, people who are born at the end of February, if you're born on like February 3rd, during a leap year. That's what it was. How often does a leap year happen? What is a leap? I, I did not fully pay attention to that in school. Not really. They should have tagged it to something else and it would have been more interesting. But anyways, <laughs> right? But yeah, so... Uh, and. I actually started doing for the last few days of the month, um, for the last weeks, I wanted to watch like one, a few Netflix things that were like solely about black stuff. Um, my next one is going to be, I watched the Malcolm X documentary and per your advice actually, and it was great. The next one is going to be, they got to have us that documentary about, uh, it's like a docu docu series about black films, but the Malcolm X one was very enlightening. Yeah, it's true, and that's why I feel that you know, if you haven't seen who, why are you Malcolm zooming X, in on that photo like that? Um, because I'm, I'm thinking of it as I don't know why I want some imagery right here, but I do right here and then right here on my legs. I don't know that I would get that like that. 
No, no. There's, there's um, certain way that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the microphone, and just the face. He's talking about a tattoo of Malcolm X. Yeah, man. That's I, a commitment. Um, no, I, just, I don't know that I could ever get somebody else's face tattooed. Yeah, me, no, I, no matter I, who it is. To me, to me, it's it's not even um the embodiment of it's just the embodiment. It's, it's, it's I sad. love how some African tribes just. do this wild um face scarring, but it's so freaking delicate and beautiful. Like I can't. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, but I've seen them do it, especially in parts of Ethiopia. I could do Japan. it. They have like beautiful. Um, I could do it. Face, face scar. But I don't think that I would scar that same way. So that's why I don't. It's different. I mean, you I think it all because um, they also scar different. People scar differently. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. I, I that's that, I, that's probably not my thing. I mean, I, I, I like, I like the the. Art. I mean, I would never do it. I but like the art. Did I just say I would? I would not. I'm like I really like thinking it. about it, and I'm like, yeah. no. I like. I would do art. like a tattoo though. Yeah, man. Like for I me, think that's dope. For me, I like that, man. The visualizations of, of what people embody. Yeah, and I like what they mean. Like they're like they're parts of their journey and stuff. It's the same way in um, how uh, look at Moana teaching you stuff about uh, Hawaiian tribes. They uh, in Hawaiian culture that those tattoos are like you grow when you like grow into your like adulthood. Yeah. And then you pick like your spirit animal or whatever. I like that. That's a cool tattoo. But yeah, so today we talked a lot. We talked a lot about. Um, about parenting and parenthood and Josh Case's perspective and how he raises his beautiful, awesome son who is super great. I love when you guys do your uh, um, Instagram stories. Sometimes I see people with their kids and I'm just like, oh, you know, that'd be fun to have one just for that. <laughs> like a little toy. But then you gotta like, then it's like alive and shit. So you gotta like make sure it's, you know, I can, peanuts the only thing I can take care of. <laughs> And he's not even really mine. You know, so. the funny thing is when you have a child, your dogs become like second class citizens. It's ridiculous. I've seen that happen so many times. It's I not- think Pino would actually have a fit. Like, yeah. Like, they, they, they do get a little jealous. Because, like, especially when a newborn... He would be like, if you don't take me out with this ball right now, I'm going to use this little baby's head as a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they do get jealous, man. It's crazy. Like your know. child and stuff. You know? I don't know. I think that uh, parenthood is a really uh, awesome gift. And if you are able and equipped and ready to do it, you are well within your capacity to be a great guy because that's why the universe gifted that to you. It wouldn't have come otherwise. But um, it is also your choice in the same token to to know whether you're ready to accept the gift as well. And... You have to consider all the factors in it and whatever choices you make. Uh, if you act in your in, if you know in your heart that you're acting in the best interest of the child, you're always going to feel full. Deepak Chopra's uh, insights on ch- on child rearing is really beautiful. That's why it makes me hold my parents to such a high standard now. About it, I, I understand where they came from and all of that, but I'm also like, no, we're not going to keep doing this. Though we're going to break this cycle real quick. And that's what this is all about. Purge to break the cycle. It is, man. Right? And as long as you're acting in that accord, you're going to be totally fine. So we are going to end it out right here. And tune in next week for another wonderful little episode with us. You guys can actually follow me on Twitter at RudeTieTweets and on Instagram at It's RudeTie. And rude is spelled R-O-O-D on both. 
check us and do you want to give out your instagram well my ig is at joshua.v.theworld that's joshua.v.theworld is it there's two dots yeah there is okay yeah like joshua the first is the world but there's no s well actually the v is my middle name but it actually turned out to what be is it victor morning you so black. Ah. Vernon! Oh, I'm gonna call you Vernon forever! Oh. I love that about Miami, how people call them by, call somebody by like their mom's name. Yeah, What's your mom's name again? Uh, Gail. Gail. I'm gonna call you Gail. No. <laughs> Yay! Alright, guys. We are out of here. Thank you so much. Um, also, feel free to DM me questions, comments, um, anything like that. I want to be able to, I want to like do the question answer thing. Like if you have something you want to talk about or whatever, or a topic you want to hear us talk about, uh, something that's on your mind, your perspective on it, feel free to DM me. Uh, if you're rude, I'm just going to be rude right back. I'm probably going to screenshot it and post it and then get real live with your ass. So let's do it. I'm always ready for it. Um, what's wrong with me? Why do I think it's so abrasive? Because <laughs> it's me and I'm such an offensive bitch. I'm rude time, motherfuckers. We out.